Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Jared Yates Sexton. Nick Houseman, still out in the world, doing Nick Houseman things. Uh, but do not worry, I'm here holding down the fort for this patron exclusive episode. A reminder if you want to listen to this whole episode. And let me tell you what, we got everything today. We got potential coups, we've got the decline of, of one of the world's uh, most celebrated nations. We've got robots. Uh, We've got crystal flutes. All right? Don't sit there and tell me that this show can't do a lot of different things. Uh, All you got to do to listen to the entire show, go over to patreon.com slash podcast. That being said, I hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, there's been a lot of good feedback and excitement from my conversation with Sarah Kinzier on the regular episode on Tuesday. If you haven't listened to that, maybe pause this. Maybe contain your excitement about robots and crystal flutes and go listen to that conversation with Kinzier from Tuesday's episode. Uh, in the meantime, I hope everybody's having a decent start to the autumn season, or as I like to call it, Time to put my little short-haired dog in pajamas and love her and laugh at her ridiculousness season. It always helps around here. Uh, as everybody knows, uh, fall is the official season of the Muckrake podcast. It's a time for uh, flannels and uh, trying to stay warm. Fantastic stuff. Uh, but unfortunately, we need to uh, go someplace where things aren't going so well. That's right. We're going to Brazil, where the national anthem is uh, jaunty. I don't know if there's any other way to put it. Um, it, it. It sounds like something that should be playing in the background of a of a Kubrick movie as scenes of uh, ultraviolence play out. But down in Brazil, uh, we have a developing story uh, that is taking place. Uh, this Sunday, October 2nd, uh, will mark the new election. Uh, for the Brazilian presidency. Uh, For those who are maybe not up on their Brazilian politics, and I promise there's a reason we're talking about this, uh, this uh, will most definitely inform your understanding of American politics and global politics as they are currently. Current president uh, and uh, absolute embarrassment, Jair Bolsonaro, is facing off against uh, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, also known as Lula, who is the former president of Brazil and head of the Workers' Party. Uh, this is already shaping up to be uh, a little bit of a preview of where the erosion and corruption of politics is going. Uh, to give you a little bit of an idea, uh, Lula, who is the former uh, president and sort of standard bearer for not just the Workers' Party, but uh, Brazilians uh, uh, leftist, um, Lula was just recently in prison, uh, char- sentenced to 22 years on trumped-up corruption charges, which is almost always what happens in these cases. Uh, leftist leaders are either just 
out of nowhere toppled by coups that are often backed by uh, entities like the United States of America and or they are uh, imprisoned because they are considered corrupt and, and their project is, uh, you know, painted by right wing conservatives and the wealthy as as being just riddled through with uh, criminal corruption. But Lula is out and it appears that uh, the nation is more than likely going to pick Lula over Bolsonaro, uh, which isn't surprising. Uh, (laughs) Bolsonaro is incredibly unpopular. Uh, This is, uh, for those who maybe haven't spent much time uh, paying attention to Bolsonaro, a very Trumpian figure, Uh, offensive, misogynistic, uh, just aggressively anti-intellectual and unintelligent in in all things, uh, and has ruled, not surprisingly, uh, as an autocratic leader, but also is completely in the tank for uh, the wealthy and the corporations who are plundering Brazil and its resources and also exploiting its people. It looks like right now, based on polling and the numbers coming in from Brazil, that Lula might very well go ahead and in this first round of voting uh, win the necessary majority in order to avoid a runoff, which would be great. This would be something uh, that we could celebrate. We could say, hey, look at what's happening here. People are pushing back against this bullshit and, you know, maybe the rightward turn of uh, global politics, particularly in the global south, where, you know, these things are being pushed back against uh, on a fairly regular basis right now. We could go ahead and say, hey, this is a victory. This is fantastic. The problem here is that Bolsonaro has already made explicit statements saying, surprise, surprise, if I lose this election, it has been stolen from me. If I possibly lose, I probably will not accept the results. And it is obvious that any election that I lose is proof that the system is corrupt and that there has been a theft that has taken place, a, uh, another iteration of the big lie. Uh, Bolsonaro... Uh, It's not like he came up with this scheme uh, on his own, although, as we've talked about at length on this podcast, authoritarians, they naturally see the world through this lens. There is no possibility at any given time that they could lose a contest, right, that uh, they could possibly ever come up on the short end of any stick. And if they do, whether it's an election or their own personal business successes or failures, it's always a conspiracy against them. So it lends itself naturally. This is the worldview of authoritarianism. But Bolsonaro has been counseled uh, pretty regularly over the past couple of years by this growing right-wing authoritarian movement uh, that has taken the world stage. Uh, Steve Bannon has offered his uh, Grim Reaper services uh, in, in, in this, uh, has counseled Bolsonaro on how to build his brand up in a Trumpian sense, how to go ahead and proliferate uh, suspicion in terms of uh, public elections, but also how to peddle these conspiracy theories in order to protect himself and the people that he represents. In all of this, what is taking place is 
not just a replay of what has happened in the United States, everything from the 2020 presidential election uh, to the events of January 6th, but there are some telling signs in all of this. And one of the things, I I guess one of the, the themes of this episode today is precursors, things that we can see that are taking place that give us a glimpse of where we are going, things that right now feel very strange and very off-putting and disturbing, but also sort of gesture at something that's coming down the pike. In this case, the election uh, between Bolsonaro and Lula uh, comes down to this. Lula, uh, who is the head of the Workers' Party, is promising to address inequality and current problems by effectively taxing the wealthy bringing taxes back up to a point of of actually uh, bringing in some revenue for the state and starting to uh, equalize the balance between the state and the corporate and the wealthy. Bolsonaro obviously has no plans because there's a reason why this authoritarian movement uh, is is pretty low in terms of principles and and game plans outside of some ideologues out there who are – you know, like Bannon, who are trying to literally roll back progress. There's nothing on the agenda to actually help people. The only thing you have are conspiracy theories. 